welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Patterson, John Wick Chapter 2, and The Lego Batman. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how are you doing? I am exhausted, but you know, I'm alive, so, you know, <laughs> positives all around. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we we both, I think, had our long nights um, last night, but we're here, we're recording, and we have a guest. Hi guys, I'm Brianna. Yep, it's Brianna, who is actually our head writer on the website, screenfellas.com, which we do not plug enough, Ozzy, we always forget about the website. All these, we have so much going on that we always forget that the website is actually functional because it hadn't been functional for a long time. Um, but yeah, we, we need to remember to start doing that. Yeah, yeah I'd appreciate yeah. some love over on the website. <laughs> it's all right. Um, Sorry, okay. <laughs> uh, Ozzy, what's, what's been going on with you? Uh, you know, man, it's just, you know, it's been crazy. Okay. You know, we got a bunch of TV going on. Yeah. Uh, Patterson came out around here, which I was like, I was like, let me check with Alec because I need to need to catch up on movies because I haven't been to the movies in so long. I had friends ask me like, what have you seen? I'm just like, nothing. I've been like, <laughs> I haven't gone. <laughs> so it's been catching up on movies and everything lately. Yeah, yeah, dude. I I've got TV has kind of caught up with me recently or caught up with me recently. So I'm just like. Ugh, like trying to keep up with it and i'm actually slowing down on my movie watching with it which is probably not the best considering the oscars are sneaking up on us um yeah so. man i i stayed up until like three in the morning yesterday catching up on tv because yeah. i was two episodes behind on blacklist and two episodes behind on supernatural so i was like crap yeah so i got <laughs> I caught up with one. I got one episode of Supernatural right before I went to work, and then I watched uh, everything else. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's get into these movies. And actually, you're the only one who saw Patterson. Um, yeah. So you are going to be pretty much taking it away from here. What were your thoughts on Patterson, Ozzy? So when I saw the trailer, I was I was kind of interested because this guy was into poetry, and. I like poetry. I've actually written poetry before. I have my own set of poems and everything. So I was really interested just because I was like, oh, it's about poetry. Like, it's about this guy. Just uh, He's an aspiring poet. Um, so I was interested. And, and I wanted it. And I thought it would have like a deep meaning. Just how like the, I know just these smaller budget films have like a bigger impact on us. Personally, for me, it does. So I was interested. And I was actually quite disappointed in this movie, just because there was no, there was nothing that impacted me. I was I was pretty much bored in this movie. It, this movie was, I want to say, it was right right under two hours. I think it was, and I felt really bored in this movie. It, nothing happened. It's about a guy's everyday life as a bus driver who writes poems about random things and he goes home to his wife who like I guess she's not even to me she really wasn't even realistic because 
I don't know, like that, their whole dynamic and even like they, it just seems so out of place, mm-hmm. and it just seemed unrealistic to me. Her character, um, I mean, again, a lot of people like this movie, but I just don't think it's for everybody. Like, if you're looking for this movie to like relate to you or anything, it doesn't because I didn't even relate to Adam Driver's character. I really didn't. What about his performance? Uh, because that's he was getting Oscar buzz for this movie. I mean, I thought he did okay. It's not. I mean, it, it wasn't. It didn't impress me at all. It, it really didn't impress me at all. I mean, if I would, if I'm gonna give him a, if I'm gonna give him like an Oscar, uh, not it. It would be for Silence. Okay. But it wouldn't be. But that that'd be supporting still. But um, as as like getting like an Oscar for best best actor, like no, I wouldn't give it to him. Right. Like I, I mean, it just again his performance. Uh, I didn't relate to his character at all. Um, as for him and his wife, I thought their chemistry was kind of weird. I kind of thought that she was like mooching off of him. Uh, that's just the that's just the vibe I got because she had it's not she had a job or anything. She was just like, "Hey, I need this. Also, I need this. Also, I need this." And I was like, "Can't you get your own job?" Like, <laughs> because because it's not like. Like, there's no reason why she can't work. It's not like she. It's not like they have kids. They mm-hmm. have a dog. You know what I'm saying? So it's not <laughs> like she. Can't, so I'm just like, why can't you just? I'm so confused right now. But I was maybe I was just thinking too deep into it. But um, again, it really didn't impact me. I mean, I'd say the the one character I was into, his name was because there is some co- comedic relief and there is some comedy in the movie. I'd say that the comedy came from Barry, Barry, I'm going to butcher this name, and I'm so sorry. Um, Shababa Henley is his doc. <laughs> okay. I know, yeah. No, but that's, that, that's like the, that's the director's name, but yeah. the character's name was Doc. Mm-hmm. And he, like, that was, Patterson would go to the bar and he would talk to Doc. And I, I thought it was pretty funny. I thought, I thought, the, I thought Doc was a pretty good character as well. And then, um. Uh, the the character Donnie played by Wizron Manji, I thought he was funny too. Every time Patterson would be like, he's like, "How you doing, man?" He was just like, honestly, and then he would give like he would give reasons why he's not okay, and I thought that was pretty funny too. So it has some pretty good comedic moments, but other than that, this movie isn't for everybody. Like I said, so if you're looking for this movie like to like give you like a sense of like uh like if you wanted to like if it like if you're looking for a movie that has like a deeper meaning or anything like that no it's 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 not that it's about a guy who's a bus driver who's in the pirate who's an aspiring poet that's it there's no twist that's there's no deeper meaning it's just an everyday movie of a bus driver with a weird wife <laughs> okay. um yeah i mean i want you to check it out tell me what you think i don't think i mean again i don't think I don't think you're gonna like it, honestly, because you you didn't like Manchester by the Sea and Manchester Manchester by the Sea. I didn't um, say I didn't like Manchester by the Sea. No, 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 but you didn't <laughs> like it as much as everybody else did. And that's accurate. Uh, yes. Yeah, because everybody was talking like you. You kind of felt it was a monotone movie the whole <sighs> yeah. time. So that's and that's that's my whole thing with Patterson. I was like, are we gonna get anywhere? Like, is there like a deeper meaning to this? And we never did. So. I'm gonna give this movie a solid six. It's okay. okay. It's not, but it's not for everybody. Some people might like it. Some people might love it. It's just for everybody. And by the way, um, Brianna is on my side with Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, look. I wasn't 
crazy about it. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as it sounds like you are with Patterson. I was very um it's not super hmm not super meaningful to me. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, us. Okay, do you want to just we're not going to get into Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> we, we don't have time to get into Manchester by the Sea. That would be an entire podcast, probably, um, if we all kind of sat down and did that. Um, we need to do that before the Oscars have, like, a random episode. Where we discuss Manchester by the Sea. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so game. <laughs> um, we'll see. Um Excuse me. My I'm, I'm a little sick. If you cannot tell, my voice is kind of fading for me. But anyway... Let's move on, since we can get into a movie that we can all discuss a little bit. John Wick Chapter 2. Um, let, let's go around and say, basically, what I want to get is, what were your thoughts, kind of your expectations for this movie? Um, your, I guess I can bleed into like your thoughts on the first one, and then what were your overall thoughts of this movie? Brianna? Um... I, I really enjoyed the first one. I know that the internet, at, at least in my experience, is pretty split down the middle. Um, I I tend to gauge like the reaction to movies based on IMDb scores and Metascores, and it's doing pretty well, the first one is, and so is the second one. But um, other sources that I go to, they're not a big fan of the original John Wick. I know that it was on one list of you know, quote unquote movies, I wouldn't watch if you put a gun to my head. (laughs) So, um, personally, I enjoyed the first one. And the second one, I thought was different from the first one. And I think that's the best way that I can describe it. It's (laughs) more brutal. That's definitely one way to (laughs) describe it. Um, Um, Ozzy, what about you? Um, I enjoyed this story, man. I thought it was, I, I really enjoyed the second one as well. I think it, it's a great continuation of the, of the story. Mm-hmm. And I think why he, like why he ended up coming back for the second one is also a pretty good, pretty good reason. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think if they're going to do a second one, I think this was like a, I think this was a pretty good sequel. Yeah, uh, definitely. I I did really like the first one, and I actually, I don't know if I've met somebody who didn't like the first one, but I mean, that I guess that's just my circle of people. Um, but the, the second one, I had pretty high expectations going into it. It's the same director, I believe, um, yeah. and Keanu Reeves is best when he doesn't speak, <laughs> and he, um, th- this is definitely something that's revitalizing his career, and I was excited to continue to see that. Um so yeah, I, I had good expectations going in, and it, it was it was really good. I do think the movie was really good. Is it stupid? Yes. Um, <laughs> is it a little too brutal for my taste? Yes. Um, I if you don't know, I just that's not my thing. The over the top violence, the gore, that's just not my thing. So some of these things in this movie, like I don't think it's for everybody. Um, but it's definitely really good now is it up to par with the first one no because in my opinion the first one is one of the best action movies of the last five ten years i I really love the first one um it's just so unique but this one's still very good but let's get into positives um ozzy let's start with you what was your first positive for john wick oh dude the action the action in this movie again it's just up to par with the the first one i remember 
like I remember everybody in the theater every time John Wick was either getting hit or getting punched, everybody was like, "Ooh, ooh, God!" Because <laughs> <laughs> it looked, it just looked, it looked really uh, real. Every punch, uh, but the sound was also. I gotta give it. I gotta give it to the yes. sound. The sound was also really good as the well. The sound so. design was really good, and the sound mix. Yeah, sense. every time, every time someone threw a punch or anything, like you, you really felt it. Um, this the, role, yeah. Yeah, it was, the fight choreography in this movie was really done well. I really like the way it was shot, and I really like the way this movie was shot when it comes to the fights and everything. But I think they did a pretty good job. Yes, they did a great job in that sense because a lot of the times, especially with great action movies, like you even think about the Bourne movies, sometimes you just can't tell what's happening on the screen when there's action. Mm -hmm. But with John Wick, you, you can, especially with the second one, you can see everything that you know exactly where everybody is on the screen in relation to each other, and it really works in that sense. And I do agree with you. Choreography was great. The way they shot it was great. Um, Action-wise, this movie is fantastic. Um, Brianna, what about you? Um, I definitely think the way that it was shot was very effective, especially, like you said, um, when it comes to action movies, the popular trend nowadays is many, many, many cuts. And (laughs) it wasn't... it Resident Evil, anyone? Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Motion sickness, anyone? Um... And this didn't have that. There were a lot of wide shots where you could see exactly what was going on. And um, no spoiler talk, but the climactic scene, I thought, was shot very beautifully. And mm-hmm. I thought was um, visually intriguing. And um, it was just... I really loved that about it. Yeah. And um, I thought the sound design, like you said, was really interesting. Um, it was very, very, very loud. <laughs> <laughs> um to the point where any gunshot could be a jump scare. Um, there was one that actually made me jump. I was like, geez. Was... <laughs> Maybe it was just the theater we were in. Yeah, but, true. Um, and, I mean, I actually like... Um, I'm not, like, a huge fan of, of like, out-there gore. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when you can see that, like, the devastation that gunshots is... At, that they're actually inflicting, it gives mm-hmm. kind of a sense of... Like, there's a, there's something at stake. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I like that... I mean, I guess I don't want to say I like that there's a little <laughs> bit more gore, because that's terrible. But, I mean, I like that it, it kind of effectively portrayed, like, look, everyone else is getting is um losing a lot of blood and yeah. look at him he's nearly invincible oh, yeah <laughs> uh we'll get into that a little bit um <laughs> but yeah i i do i agree it was um definitely effective in that way it's just from it's just my personal taste and that's why i'm not gonna necessarily hold it against the movie yeah. it's just something that for me personally i it's, it's not my thing it was very stylized and atmospheric yeah true um and then I will say, okay, Keanu Reeves, some of you might bring him up in, in their negatives just because, okay, Keanu Reeves, nobody is saying the man is a great actor. Nobody is saying he's a great thespian of, in the history of cinema. But um, when he is given very specific kinds of roles like this, he is very efficient and effective. And I do think that he is great in this role. He is very intimidating, very brooding. And I do, I, I do enjoy him as this character. Um, and then I will also say, and this is really my, I guess my last negative, but it's probably the biggest one or my positive, excuse me. Um, it's probably the biggest one for me. Um, the world that this, these movies have created and the kind of the the story and the, 
just the rules of the world around them. The mythos. Yeah, the mythology there. It's it's just incredible. I love that stuff. It, and it is so fascinating, and I love being in that world. And that's the one thing that this movie does extremely well, is it put me right back in that world. And um, I, I just love being there, like the with the hotel for um, assassins and the different rules that they have to follow. It's just, it's so fascinating. And I, I do really love that kind of stuff. Um, and I thought they expanded upon it just the right amount in this movie. And they pretty much set up for a third one, so I'm looking forward to that yeah. as well. Well, that's that's confirmed. Yeah. They're definitely doing a third yeah. one. And so I, I do really love that kind of setup there. What about you, Yeah, Ozzie? man. I, I really enjoyed the performances as well. I think Keanu Reeves did a fantastic job again as his character. Um, I think I love Ian McS- McShane's character. I really do. I yeah. think he's just mm-hmm. so nonchalant and he he's nonchalant and he knows his place and he'll set everybody else in place. I really love his character. Um, I, there's a piece. There's dialogue with uh, him and um, Ricardo. I don't even know. Santonio San. Santino D'Antonio? I think so. Yeah, but that actor's name, I can't write. I'm tired. I can't write a bunch of <laughs> names right now. Um, yeah, I, I love the piece of dialogue that they have with each other. And it's just like, he shuts him up. He was like, simmer down. Stay over there. Um, <laughs> so I really like that. I, I really like some of the dialogue. I think I think the performances were really good in this movie. Especially Ruby Rose, because she didn't talk. So that's great. Um <laughs> I think I also like Carmen. Uh, you guys see see them fight. They you see them t- uh, tease Carmen versus Keanu Reeves in in the in the movie, and that that is just it's so great. Their fighting was really great. It was really gritty. And it was I funny really at times it. when they fr- mm-hmm. were tumbling down the stairs. That was pretty funny. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, re- I was I was laughing. I was just like falling each other down the stairs. A lot <laughs> of us were laughing. I mean, it's it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> Oh my God! I, I thought that they would at least get up and fight, but no. Just like, oh! And then every time they'd get up, then Common would just dive on him. Like, oh my! God. You know what it reminds? Now that we're talking about it, you know what it reminds me of now? The Princess what? Bride when they're like tumbling down the hill, like, <laughs> yelling at each other. Oh my gosh! Oh, anyway, do you have any then- more? Do you guys have any more positives? I just I like this I just like the setup that it's set up for the the setup that it's set up for. Oh my god. Um, I just like the setup for the story. Like yeah. I said, I really like the story. Uh I really like this particular story. And like you like you said, the mythology that they set up for this world. It's just so cool. I really like it. It's yeah, really cool. It's I'm so interested cool. if they're gonna make any prequels because I'm actually interested like like, I want to see the pencil story. Like, I want to see you, know, <laughs> you kind of did. Yeah, well, we had our own version like, of it. Spoiler alert. You kind of did again. see now the I pencil like, story. Oh, what? I want to see it again. Because <laughs> the, the intro, the, in, the, the first, like, I think 10 minutes, they mentioned it. And the way they mentioned it was just so funny. I was dying. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh. But again, it's I really, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. So... Wait, what? My bad. No. I was I was gonna say like I I agree. They actually integrated humor into it pretty gracefully. Like I think they know that like the falling down the stairs scene. That's I think it's supposed to be funny. Like yeah. that's why you just see them falling down the stairs for thirty seconds. And I mean, <laughs> the whole first scene where the um, antagonist from the original movie is just sitting there staring into space. 
And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they integrated humor into it pretty uh-huh. gracefully too. And one thing that this movie does really well that the first one also does incredibly is set up John Wick as this, like, it's just such an unbeatable figure in yeah. your mind before he even comes on screen. Like they're talking about, it's John Wick. It's just like <laughs> in the first one, they were like, the boogeyman's coming, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, they do a great job of just making us excited to see him because of all the things that people are saying about him without actually showing him. Um, so that was really well done. And the dog, yes. Yeah. It was good, good to see the dog. Yeah. Or a dog back. I so. feel like they're kind of apologizing <laughs> yeah. for what they did in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I love how that dog. Is, is like its own character. Yeah. I really like it. <laughs> um, all right. Do you ha- let's move into negatives. Um, Brianna, let's start with you. What do you got for John Wick Chapter 2? Um, I don't know if this is just me, but I feel like a lot of the action scenes, you'd be sitting there and realizing that the scene has been going on for quite a long time. Like, yes. there were at least five times when I went, oh my goodness, I've been watching this gunfight. Forever. <laughs> yes. Um, th- this is what I was thinking about that. Uh, and this is what I thought coming out of the movie is the first one. I don't know if it's because it was so fresh. And I, I should have looked up um, if it was the same kind of uh, fight, fight choreographer or whatever. But um, in the first one, I, 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 it was just so unique, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, everything happening. I, I remember being completely blown away by the action in the first one. Just the style of it. It was just so just again unique and then this one i felt like it got really repetitive really fast and the action scenes did kind of drag on and on and i think that it being really just the same thing over and like um who was that was my mom I, my mom called me she had just went to go see it and she's like i don't know it was a little too brutal and then she starts talking about um and the action was just all the same. Like, it, and I, I agree with her. And if my mom is saying that, like, my mom and my sister are my gauges for like the normal every yeah. day, everyday moviegoer. Mm-hmm. And when my mom was saying that, I was like, you know what? Maybe my instincts were right the first when I came out of it. Um, but yeah, I agree with you that the action scenes did kind of get a little long, and I think that has to do with them being kind of repetitive and not as kind of uh, visually unique as the first one. Yeah. Ozzy, what about you? Um, I didn't like one of the gadgets that they had on there. I just okay. thought it was really cheesy. Yeah, yes. I think you know what I'm talking about. Like it was the it was like the vest. Oh, okay. The bullets. Oh, eh, I oh mean, that was so cheesy. I mean, I mean, I didn't know that we were jumping into like Mission Impossible type stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I had like I had like no idea because I'm just like I thought it was like I had it, to me the first one had such a realism, and then when he shot that it, he's too. like he's just like see they hit you. But you're not dead. And I was like, is this impossible? Uh, see, I had a, I definitely had an issue with kind of the lack thereof realism in this movie, like the the silly kind of elements. But to me, the biggest one, and I don't know, this might be just me, but the John Wick gets hit with a car at least twice in this yeah. movie, and he just gets up and walks away. And this car is going full speed, and I'm just like, and he's not wearing that that suit. No, no, just... no, no, no. The first time, the first time. His car got hit, so he fell out. And he's like, Ugh, no, he does and get then, hit that in that first fight. But he also yeah, just... Then another, yeah, and then there's another car that hits out. I thought they broke his legs. I'm like, I know, for real. Tell me how you going to get up. And he gets up and he's like, damn. Yeah, he's definitely a superhero in this movie. Um, 
And that's, to me, that's a negative just because I don't know if the world necessarily justifies that. Is this a secret prequel to Unbreakable? Or secret Unbreakable sequel? Oh my gosh. Um, um, possibly. <laughs> Are we really that sure show? that the director is an M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree with you there. <laughs> Do you guys... Any, any more negatives um, that you guys want to throw out there? I feel obligated to talk about Keanu Reeves. Okay, go for it. Keanu Reeves <laughs> is not the best actor. But I mean, like, that's not something that you're asking of him when yeah. you go into this movie or yeah. when you go into any movie that Most he's movies in. These so days, yeah. you're not asking that of him. And at least it was a movie where it's not super dialogue heavy. Like, mm-hmm. you don't go into this movie expecting him to drop any huge emotional bombs of yeah. wisdom you know it's not one of those movies it's not like you're expecting a deeper meaning from mm-hmm. it like you would from patterson it's mm-hmm. just like you know that you're going in to watch somebody kill a bunch of people for the next two hours yeah so as long as i think the world around him was interesting enough to distract you from the fact that he's not a great actor but mm-hmm. i mean don't expect a whole lot from him because he's just kind of looking in the general direction of people <laughs> very confusedly and trying to get out his lines so <laughs> i thought he did a good job i mean i, I definitely felt that he was very pissed so, <laughs> and i was like because you see this man like he's pissed he's so tired of being like of being submersed in that world and i i could tell by his performance mm-hmm. um so i thought he did a pretty decent i thought he did a pretty good job mm-hmm. but i mean this is me i, I guess mean, we'll have to agree to disagree don't get me wrong like he's charming i definitely am like intrigued by the character and keanu reeves is is a charming actor it's just his charm doesn't come from his acting talent that's all um you don't have a roast fest on spring fellas (laughs) (laughs) random super long-term prediction Keanu Reeves is going to win an Academy Award one day. <laughs> or the actor playing Keanu Reeves in the story about his life is going to win an Academy Award. Would that count Award. as my prediction being right? I don't know. We'll see. Um, Honestly, I would laugh. If Keanu Reeves Especially, won. No, if some actor <laughs> may want to perform one that... And he just came up on stage, too. Yeah. Just like, watch it be you like... Academy Award. Watch it be watch like... Away after he's done like after he's retired from acting and he wins an academy award for like costume design (laughs) (laughs) and then i'll be right and i'll be like yes all right we were both right (laughs) (laughs) um all right unless you guys have anything else you really want to talk about for this movie let's rate it and move on um ozzy let's start with you i rated a solid eight okay wow that's higher than i was expecting so brianna how about you I think I gave it a 6 out of 10. Okay. So. What? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Whoa. God. I mean, 8 <laughs> is a coveted rating. Yeah. I don't think it deserves an 8. Uh, that's fair. I don't know. Um, I'm going to split it down the middle, but I'm going to lean a little bit more one way. I'm at 7.5, honestly. I do really like this movie, and I think it's a very well-done action movie. It's just not as explosive or as exciting or as unique as the first one which i gave i actually did put in the eight rating um for the first one i really love that movie um but yeah it's it's a very good movie i will say that so um let's move on to the lego batman and this is 
pretty much the reason Brianna is here because <laughs> we knew she would want to talk about this movie. Yeah. Um, so let's start with you, Brianna. What <laughs> were your overall thoughts of the Lego Batman? I I was I mean this is gonna sound terribly pessimistic, but I was actually <laughs> slightly disappointed. So very, 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 very slightly. Same. Only because I heard amazing things about it. And I mean, obviously, with a predecessor like the Lego movie, mm-hmm. you would expect it. You, you go in with high expectations now. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Because my expectations were so high, even being a little disappointed still makes it a fantastic mm-hmm. movie. Um, um, so I don't want listeners to go away thinking that I was like, this is not a good movie because yeah. <laughs> it was a very good movie, very entertaining. Um, <clears throat> the only reason I was even slightly disappointed is because I heard such amazing things about it beforehand. Yeah, um, definitely. I, this is one of those times when I'm just like, please, please, please do not think that I didn't give it be, just because I didn't give it like a perfect or a amazing rating that I didn't love this movie. Yeah, exact, um, exactly. Th- there's, it's okay to be in the kind of middle area. That's okay. Um, I do think that, again, this is a very good movie. I don't think it's a great movie necessarily. Um, but it's still very good and it's a worthy sequel or spinoff to Definitely. the Lego movie. Is it as good as the Lego movie? Just like, is John Wick as good? John Wick Chapter 2 as good as the first one? No. But that doesn't mean it's bad. Um, so, Ozzy, what about you? I have the same general thoughts as you guys. That was really good. That was really great. I mean, I had a good time. But is it as good as the Lego movie? No. But it's not a bad thing. I don't want people getting offended. <laughs> saying, oh my gosh, it's Batman. Relax. It's still a good movie. It's just not as good as the Lego movie. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's start with positives so we can get happy again, um, or more happy, I guess. Um, man, positives, they have such a great understanding of this character, <laughs> and I think that's really the strength of this whole movie, is that they they know what this character is, and they kind of peel the layers back and bring him to almost his most simplistic form, mm-hmm. and it just works so well. It really does. He is... Um, he is funny. The jokes that they have about him and about um, his kind of relationships and his relationship styles, they they just work really well. Those are probably the best jokes in the movie, other than some of the shots at Suicide Squad, oh which gosh. we will get to those. Because, <laughs> ooh, those are some of those were absolutely amazing. Salty. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the just they have such a great understanding of this character. <laughs> it's it's just so funny and interesting to watch. Um, and who was it that said that this was like their favorite version of Batman? Morgan Freeman. Oh my god! Who was in the Christopher Nolan Batman movies? So <laughs> that's amazing. Um, all right, uh, Brianna, what's some of your positives for this movie? Um, I have many. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely, I think the the highlight of this movie is, like you said, it's self awareness. They have they basically know exactly the cultural presence of Batman. They know what Batman has become. They know what DC has become. So they're, I mean, nothing is safe from ridicule. <laughs> nothing is safe from ridicule. Um, even, even the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, they kind of take, they, they pay homage to those. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit more respectful of those movies. They definitely, um, <clears throat> they're not crazy about the more recent direction of the DC <laughs> universe. And you can tell. Yeah. Um, because hardcore DC fans will definitely enjoy some of the, um, 
interesting shots, like you said, that they take at Suicide Squad, <laughs> at Batman versus Superman. Yes. Um, I think the references, not even just the jokes, but the references to the uh, more, you know, the Tim Burton Batman movies um, and the original, like, quote-unquote original Adam West yeah. Batman. There are a lot of references. I think um, this movie also, just like the Lego movie, has a very good understanding of this generation's sense of humor. Yes. Um, so I think that's a very good positive. The um, I won't go into my more detailed analysis of the humor because <laughs> that's um, half of my analysis of the humor is a negative. But I think okay. the scenes where humor is the central focus, mm-hmm. they're hilarious. Like I was, like you could probably hear yeah. me in the theater. Yeah. I was laughing <laughs> out loud. Um, and I think also it focuses on some really historically interesting facets of Batman's character that, mm. that um, at least some of the Batman films I've seen haven't really talked about, like his really awkward relationship with Robin. Yes. <laughs> um, and his back and forth with the Joker. Mm. I know that that's been addressed in like animated movies, but it hasn't. I mean, I haven't seen The Dark Knight. Please mm. don't. <laughs> um, but oh, boy. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there's a whole story behind that. But um, um, that's a, I think that's a, really interesting facet of the Batman character that hasn't been explored on the big screen yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Like his actual, like how they're two sides of the same coin and also his, like his loner persona. Obviously that's like the main focus of the film. Yeah. So Um, I think it's funny because um, the killing joke, which came out um, in theaters for like two days last year. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Did you see that at all? I didn't. I wanted to, yeah, but I didn't get around. Yeah, I, I know that that wasn't. Um, that didn't go over so yeah, well. Yeah, we actually reviewed it on the podcast, and I, that was one thing that they do. That well, that book tries to touch on, and then the the film does as well. The kind of as the the thing with the Batman and the Joker, where they're kind of two sides of the same thing, and they feed off of each other in a sense. And in that movie, Joker is kind of the one. Again, Joker is the one who realizes that and who is saying that. And it was interesting to explore kind of Batman's view on that yeah. in this movie. So yeah, I did really like that as well. Um, Ozzy, what about you? What are some of your positives? I think the voice cast in this movie is really good. Mm. Yes. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give that. You know what I thought? You know what I found is so ironic. What? Ralph Fiennes is in the movie, but he doesn't mm-hmm. play Voldemort. Mm-hmm. He doesn't voice Voldemort, and I was dying. I was like, "What are the odds?" Um, <laughs> I was like, "What are the odds?" I think I think most of the comedy in this movie really works well. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some adults taking their kids to this movie, they are gonna find enjoyment in this movie because they do throw a little bit of jokes in the movie, and for him. I remember there, there's one joke. I started bust not laughing, but <laughs> but it, you know it, it was fine. Um, and I do like the story that they sort of have. I think the spinoff did a really good job being its own story, and I do like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty. It's um, pretty good. Yeah, I I'll get to the story a little bit. It's to me, it's one of the negatives. But um, to go back, round it back to the comedy a little bit. The I I agree that the comedy is it. It can be a little hit or miss, but when it hits, it really hits. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, a lot of it has to do with the, the characters. And again, the, the humor that... It, it's great that they were able to capture the humor of the, of the Lego movie. Definitely. Um, not all the time, but most of the time they were able to do that. And that's pretty impressive considering the it's not the same directors, you know. Um, so I, I did really like that aspect of it. Uh, do you guys have any more positives? 
Okay, we probably go a little bit more on the comedy because there are some really funny moments. Yeah, I think any more positives about the comedy would just be yeah, us reenacting exactly. the best jokes from the movie. <laughs> um, but also I have to um, go back to what Ozzy said about the voice cast, yes. just how amazingly cast this movie is and how many, like if you go on IMDb, how many different yeah hugely famous people are in this movie and also how like will arnett and michael Sarah are both like they're the father and son but mm-hmm. they were like they're both on arrested development yeah and how um i mean this is more of a, a background thing but billy d williams is two-face and how he played harvey dent in yeah. one of the original batman movies and like how interesting it is that they put those put those in there like you said how mm-hmm. ray fines is is not voldemort but he was Voldemort and yeah I think that's a positive too Mm -hmm. because it's just like again for people who are interested in in you know going more in depth Mm -hmm. it's interesting stuff for them to find there well let me ask you guys this do you think that this movie has as many kind of characters who stand out as like as many as the Lego movie because in the Lego movie we had Oh man, we had so many. We had Lego Batman, who ended up getting his yeah. own movie. Um, to me, Bad Cop and Good Cop yeah. were amazing. I mean, there were just so many characters in those movies that kind of stuck out. Um, and I do, to, I don't know. I just don't know if there's as many supporting characters that stuck out in this one. But I guess, well, if you think about the Bat Family, Bat Family really stuck out. And then there's, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to go. I'm going to save that for the negatives yeah. because okay. there were a lot of things about that that I wasn't crazy about. Okay. All right. Um, do you have anything else, Ozzy? Um, I'm going to say, well, it kind of leads into my negatives. Okay, let's do it. I thought the cinematography for the for this one was pretty done was done pretty well. Um, but then again, it really didn't capture. This is where I'm going towards my negatives here. It didn't capture as much. Um, for me, it really didn't do the same thing what it did for like what the original Lego movie did. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I remember, like you're talking visually. Um, yeah, visually. Like I remember the the shower scene, for instance. We're all just like, oh my gosh, that is so crazy. <laughs> um, but it just didn't capture the same thing on this movie. I would okay. say, like, it, it, all right. It's like well, that's my first positive. I mean, negative. <laughs> okay. Positive slash negative. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Brianna, what about you? As far as negatives go, yeah. um, <clears throat> well, I mean, like you said, the story, I mean, I know that it's it's technically like a family movie, and I mean, I hate to say it, but the standards for story are a little lower when it comes to a family m- movie, and yeah. they they kind of hit the point home a little too hard, I think. They kind of yeah. hit you over the head. Emotionally. With, yeah. yeah um, and I wasn't, I'm not super crazy about the dynamics between the whole bat family okay just because i think that it it helps to hit the hit the point home a little too hard i I mean i know that it's it's supposed to be hyperbolic it's supposed to be you know an exaggeration but i mean brevity is the soul of wit and Mm -hmm. you know it's got to be tempered and i think if you exaggerate too far it stops being funny Mm -hmm. um it's it's I, I did really like the Bat Family aspect of it. I think there's one character who it's just really rushed with, and that's Batgirl. Um, I think the Robin dynamic works really well because he's like, he's this kid. like I love the idea of him accidentally adopting him. I just and they talk about that in the trailer, and that's amazing. And then I love how he kind of goes from 
him, him just kind of using this kid to him actually caring for this kid. I think that worked really well. Um, the Alfred was a little rushed as well. And I, that girl just, it, it almost seems like she just flips from, you know, we'll just work with Batman too. All of a sudden she's on the team. I don't know. It just, Batman and Robin, anyone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> accurate. Um, that was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then story wise, I, I mentioned this before. It's just it's a really simplistic story. It really is. Yeah. It's very basic, and I, that's a weird way to put it, but it just is. Um, I, I don't know. And I get where you're coming from with like the standards are lower, but I don't know if the standards necessarily should be lower. I mean, I mean, I agree, yeah. but that does, that doesn't mean yeah. that it's not the way that it is. Yeah. It's just, I mean, we have moved, we have had animated family movies where the story is intricate and the story is interesting. And we have where the, the movies themselves are like, in my opinion, best picture worthy in these Absolutely. Kind of so I think th- if the bar has been set that high, we should kind of hold them to say, you can get to that standard, so don't aim for the as the low, lowest common denominator. But I don't know. It, it's... I, I was... I just... There were sections of this movie, actually pretty big sections of this movie, where I was like, all right, well, let's move on. Come on. Like, the story wasn't as interesting in and of itself as I wanted it to be. You know, the humor kind of kept those sections alive, but to an extent... But there's still, there were moments and stretches of time when I was just like, all right, let's move on. Yeah, and I and I feel like um, the humor actually plays into that. I mm-hmm. mean, I think like the, like I said, the, the scenes where the, the humor is the focal point of the scene, those were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, there was very little that I could find wrong, wrong with those scenes. And um I try not to judge a movie based on what it could have done mm-hmm. because yeah. that's not fair. Yeah. But there are some points where I'm just like, you could have done so much better. Yeah. <laughs> like when it's, you know, it has to be addressed. Yeah. And the conversational humor I thought was wanting. Okay. Some, there were some scenes where the conversational yeah. humor could have been written better. Um, so um, the I feel like that kind of aggravates what you were talking about yeah. with the slower scenes where you feel like the story could have picked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. The conversational humor, if it had been better, would have been able to compensate for that. Yeah. But some of the, the the conversational humor was just, um, like I said, it was it was too drawn out. If you mm-hmm. had you know, if it had been a little shorter, it probably would have been funnier. But yeah. you know. Um. And to, to get a little more specific with um, what I was saying with the. Uh, the stretches of time. The beginning of this movie is amazing. Oh, I yeah. love the beginning of this movie. After seeing the first 10, 15 minutes of this movie, I was like, this is living up to the hype. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I was really like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Then in the middle, a lot of those sections of time where I'm just like, all right, come on. And then the end, I think, really works as well. It's very, the climactic ending, or anti-climactic ending, <laughs> works really well. Um, I, I did, so I love the beginning, I love the end, and then there's there's some good and there's some bad in the middle. And that's how I felt about this movie, mm-hmm. personally. Um, Ozzy, what were some of your negatives? I'm going to agree with Brianna when she said that they kind of, like, kept beating you on the head with the same thing. Um, I definitely noticed that. I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Stop. <laughs> um, cause you got, for me, I got annoying to a point where they kept trying to force the feeling mm-hmm. and it just took me out of the movie. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say that, uh, and there wasn't, 
there wasn't a lot of stuff. There wasn't like a lot of characters that really stuck out to me that I was just like, oh my gosh, like he was amazing. There was just small cameos there. And what I don't know, what is up with these movies wanting to set up Barbara Gordon and Bruce Wayne? I, I don't get it. <laughs> so it bothers me. It I bothers me. Too. <laughs> why? Like, like it doesn't make any. Why? It doesn't make any sense. I would think that they do like. Uh, Catwoman or something, but they no, it's always Barbara Gordon. I'm just like, what is your like? What the hell is going on? Um, that bothers. It still bothers me. People like <laughs> stop. Um, and towards the end, I felt so uncomfortable a little bit with Joker and Batman. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, where is this going? Oh my gosh! I mean, they did get. I mean. I don't think this is a spoiler, but they did get yeah, really was... close at the end, and I was like, I was in, br- I was bracing for some kind of kiss. I was like, yeah, was are they really? I mean, they've no. been setting up. I mean, has Batman been overcompensating with Barbara Gordon this whole movie? I mean, this is this is. I would agree with that. I would agree with you there. It was getting kind of. Um, the tension was a little high. I was almost hoping that they'd go for it, honestly. <laughs> no, if they did, I'd be like, I'd, I'd be like, this is my positive. You guys have balls. My negative is that you did it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I was just like, what the hell is going on? Like, I, I mean, they got really close. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, he's just like, Joker. Oh, you make me feel some type of way. I'm just like, what? I'm like, oh my god! Like, no. Right. I mean, they were setting it up the whole movie, yeah. and that's fine because I like they. I, I don't want to go into the whole yeah. the details of the situation, but they've been setting something up the whole movie, and I think that dynamic is funny. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like I mean, I was looking at how close their faces were, and I was like, they're gonna go for it. They're these guys are gonna kiss. <laughs> And this is these these two Legos. They're gonna kiss. <laughs> I completely agree. Um, and then just there's just something that bothers me, and I I know I shouldn't think this way, but when the whole thing goes down in Gotham, I'm just like, where the hell is the Justice League and all? This I thought shit? about that too. <laughs> yeah. Like, because we saw we saw them in the movie, so I'm just like, I'm thinking, oh, okay, cool. Like, Channing Tatum, Superman's gonna come in there and help out. Nope, nope. I'm just yeah, like, I thought about that too. <laughs> that that's a problem with all of these kind of superhero movies, solo superhero movies, and I guess it bleeds over to even the Lego ones. Can we can we the, talk uh, about the Suicide Squad pot shots that they're taking? Yeah, um, there's most of them <laughs> really work, and there's one involving Killer Croc, which I literally <laughs> that was my favorite joke in the entire movie. Um, yeah, it was just awesome. Um, so they definitely have, uh, as you were just saying, balls in that respect, Ozzy, <laughs> um, to go for another kind of DC department there. Um, another Warner department, I should say. Uh, but yeah, it, that was great. I will say, and this will kind of also play into negatives as well, Any whenever they were taking shots and the references, as you were talking about, had a purpose, I really liked it. But... A lot of the times, especially in this movie, I thought they just kept referencing things. And it was like, okay, we get it. You're aware that these things exist in this world. <laughs> sure. Like, I, they just kept going back to that. The first time it happened, and I believe it's in the trailer, the first time it happens when he's like, when Alfred's talking to him and oh, he's yeah. like, you, you went through this phase. You went through this phase and this phase and this phase. That's in the trailer. And that was 
I was like, oh, that's cool. They're like acknowledging that those things exist and or whatever. And then they go and they referenced it again. They referenced these past movies again with like Lego versions of these movie posters. And I'm just like, okay, like it wasn't funny. It was just like, oh, a reference. Like I don't know. They're, they. It's almost like if there was if the references were just there to be references. It's not funny. It's just reference and it's there. I, I don't know. Um, so that's a, a negative for me as well. But I, I don't have anything past that. Like I said, the story is kind of weak. Um, but it's still funny. So, I, do you guys have anything else, or do you want to rate it? I mean, I forgot to talk about how much I love the opening scene too. Yeah, because I mean, it <laughs> so kind of it kind of overhypes the rest of the movie, yes. unfortunately. But I mean, personally, I do think the first ten minutes are probably worth the price of admission alone. Yeah. It's so, so um, I forgot to talk about about how much like that was definitely the best part i think mm-hmm. uh, even more than the end i think the, okay. the first 10 minutes was it's so good yeah like oh man um so um yeah yeah i think that's all i have to say about all right it. ozzy what about you do you have anything else no i just hope they don't actually do a joker and batman thing that's like <laughs> that's become a fear of mine <laughs> It's a new fear. It's almost like it's uh, the clown snakes. Like you, you didn't oh, think about it until yes. it happened. Now that you put that idea in my head, that's another thing. I was, I almost feel like they put the Barbara Gordon thing in there because they were over. Because they were. Yeah. I mean, not only between Batman and the Joker, but they were really walking the line with bat with batman and and robin <laughs> i mean even though they make it obvious that there's a father-son relationship yeah. there it doesn't make it any less weird yeah for you know people who've who've always been commenting on that yeah um so i feel like they put the barbara gordon thing in there almost to be like no he's not yeah. you know it's not weird because yeah. he look at it's this woman that he's interested in so uh-huh. Yeah, all right. Well, let's rate the, this I'm movie. I'm just going to say this real quick. Okay. They better not actually take it seriously in the Batflick solo movie, okay? I don't <laughs> want to see it. I don't want to see no Barbara Gordon, <laughs> Batflick action. He's just like, Gordon's daughter. I'm just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk out of the theater. Just letting you know right now. I'm going to walk out of the theater. I'm going to have to read the movie. Myself. Sidebar, uh, did you see that they're closing in on a director for the Batman? I didn't see who it was. Who was it? Matt Reeves, the guy who directed um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Hmm. So, I, mean, I, I, we're not going to go all the way into this, but I just, I can't, I, I can't do this with this, these movies anymore. I, I, that's a great choice as for a director, but it's not a big enough choice where I'm like, okay, I'm back in. No, I refuse. I'm done. I'm done. Like, impress me, DC. I'm we'll waiting. We'll see how DC, Wonder Woman goes. I'm going to be completely honest. He probably won't last like five months, six months. Does he might? You don't think he's going to direct the movie? No, I think they're going to have collaborative. I uh, think they're going to have creative differences, and then he's going to split amicably. Well, I and mean, then... to, to be fair, he hasn't. They DC hasn't officially announced him yet. It's just widely reported that he's in talks to direct. So it's still I mean, possible that he couldn't. Um, I mean, the only one I'm saying who's like actually staying strong is Zack Snyder and James Wan. Yeah. All right. Well, let's rate Lego Batman. Okay, round it back to Lego Batman. Um, Brianna, let's start with you. What is your rating for Lego Batman? I think I gave it a seven or a seven point five. Okay, I'm a little higher than you. I'm at a seven point eight. Ozzy. Okay, I'm at a seven point four. All right, so you're a little lower. But we're all in the same range, yeah. so that's definitely a good thing. 
Um, so, Brianna, you don't watch as much TV as us, do you? I don't. All right. Well, just stay, stick around. We'll we'll get back. We're going to do recommendations to close it out. But Ozzy and I are going to briefly, uh, we're running a little long here, so let's try to make it quick, Ozzy. Um, we're going to briefly talk some TV from this past week. <clears throat> um, Ozzy, let's start with... Um, what, we already talked about Supergirl. We already so talked we about talk. Supergirl. So let's talk about Flash? Yeah, we can start with the Flash. All right. So as usual, spoilers for any of these shows that we talk about. Sorry. Um, th- This episode of Flash was good, right? I It's killing me with these Kid Flash things. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's killing me. <laughs> Wait, it you're is not killing me. I, I hate the name. It's the dumbest oh, thing. This on. grown man is calling himself Kid Flash, and then this woman comes in. Kid Flash is the hero. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. I'm just like, he's in college. It's not that big of a stretch. How, how, so would you say? Would you call yourself Kid Flash if you could run that fast? I don't know. I mean, maybe if I'm feeling extra young that day. <laughs> I, it, that reference is destroying. Me. But anyways, I mean, other than that, I think it's a pretty decent episode again. Uh, I think it's a good episode for Wally's character, mm-hmm. especially learning how to deal with, you know, sometimes you're not always going to win, but you have to get yourself back up. So I thought it was a pretty um, good episode for Wally's character. Yeah, I, I did really like this episode. Um, they're definitely going for it with the Julian and Caitlin thing, um, which is interesting. I don't know if I love it or hate it, but we'll see. Um I don't hate it, but I know Caitlyn's going to freak, and she's going to become Killer Frost. All right, but the thing is, does this... Okay, let me ask you this. Do you think this, if they do get together, does this make Julian safe? Because they're not going to kill off another Caitlyn love interest? Or do you think... Oh, I mean, they might. Or do you think he's he's a goner because they kill off all Caitlyn love interests? (laughs) I think he's he's possibly a goner, man. I'm going to say it. Or maybe, or maybe he's just another secret villain. People keep talking about like, oh, what is Drake like? Draco's not going to stick around this show for forever. I mean, he's got other things to do. I'm like, really? What is freaking Draco doing these days? Like, I, he's not like Daniel Radcliffe, like in all these different movies. I haven't seen him in anything besides this since Harry Potter. What? Uh, that's a lie. That's a <laughs> lie. Um, yeah, Planet of the in... Apes. Oh, he yeah. was right. He was in that. You're right. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. And he's also coming, he's actually coming up in a movie, um, United Kingdom, I, th- I believe that's what it's called. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know. It's just, I, I just don't think he's as big of a star as some people are making him out to be. You know, he's like, it's not like if Daniel Radcliffe popped up in a show for a few episodes and they were like, uh, oh, he's not going to be a regular on the show. It's like, okay, well, yeah, he's got a huge movie career at this point, you know, so of course, but I don't know. Um, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, I don't... I mean, if he's... So do you think he's going to die or not? That's what I'm getting to. I don't know. If he does, I won't be surprised. If he doesn't, I won't be surprised. Like, (laughs) I'm 50-50. I'm 50-50 because everybody that she's loved dies. Well, I mean, Zoom didn't die. But, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they just leave her, and I feel bad for her. I want her to be happy. I I don't think they'll do it again. I really don't. If they do it again, then I'm just going to be disappointed because that just shows that's happy man well that to me that shows that they don't know what to do with their character because they keep putting number one they define her by her love interest always and number two just stop doing that honestly it drives me freaking up the wall i'm telling you (laughs) it's like she is a person she's not defined by who she's dating at the time but that's how the show treats her um but anyway but caitlin the way 
and it's not her fault. It's not her character's fault. But Caitlyn, Caitlyn Snow switches out her man like every and like so every profile picture on Facebook. <laughs> like it's so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so that and then and then after the her love interest gets killed because he always does or he leaves. Um, then she's defined by her grief by that, and I'm just like, it just to me, it just is like you really just do not know what to do with her. Um, but hopefully because they are going in a killer frost direction, they do know what to do with her. And, uh, last thing I'll say about this episode, um, they, <laughs> I really love the Barry training Wally stuff and how cool was it when Barry faced that entire, entire train? That was awesome. Um, so yeah, that's all I have to say. Do you have anything else for I this hate, episode? I hated his reasoning for it. What do you mean? He's just like, I've never done it before, but I had to. So I did it. I'm just like, okay. Well, like, I didn't. I thought that made sense, but but I mean, whatever. I mean, this is a small thing. <laughs> okay. Um. Do you want to move on to what legends? Because that's on the same night. Yeah, move to legends. All right. Um. Legends I of text, tomorrow. Go I texted you that I actually really enjoy this episode. This is arguably one of my favorite episodes. Okay. But the whole thing, I, I forgot. It was what's his name, like Mister Steele or something. Yeah. The historian, and then I would say Vixen's grandma. Yes. That felt so detached from everything okay. that was going on. See, I, I got me. your text about not liking the episode except for one thing. And I was like, I was wondering the entire time what it was. And then as soon as it happened, you can ask, uh, you can ask Jesse because Jesse was in the room when I was watching. And I was like, that's what Ozzy was talking about. I knew it as soon as I saw it. And I completely agree. Because he is a like, douchebag. I'm sorry. No, he's a douchebag, and I'm I'm gonna say that she's a douchebag too. Because you have all this stuff going on. Rip is a villain. He's brainwashed. You got everybody. You got George Washington. He might die. And you got the partner. He might die. Sarah's like on the verge of death right now. The whole you got America in the balance, and he's just like, yeah, you know, we should totally sleep around. And then she's just like, oh, you know, why not? We got all, all day. We got all day. And I was oh like, my gosh. Oh my gosh. It, it was really just my head hurt. What like I was like, oh my gosh, this is so ridiculous. He was such a jerk and I was like he's like, Oh, why don't you come lay down? And I'm just like, it's warmer in the tent. And I'm just like, What the frick is going on? He is horrible he's a bad person after this. I'm like, I I came that's that's not their intended kind of conclusion that I was supposed to come to. And that's what I I was like, he is a horrible person. That's what I'm coming to. Like he's treating her like he, like she is lucky to be sleeping with him or whatever. And I'm just like, but this is ridiculous. Up, she, ended being, she ended up being the one because like you could tell he actually wanted to be with her. I know, and he's treating her like 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 okay first of all i don't mind them being together because they do have good chemistry on screen together but just the way it happened especially like when it happened i, I was know. so upset it was it was horrible i thought i thought the whole this whole thing that they're doing with rip i actually really liked it and especially when he shot sarah i'm just like damn like this is the episode we're going into right now and i am loving it and then when they cut to their little thing oh, and i'm just like gosh. oh no it was just, it was so poorly done, and he, I never liked that character, Nate's character, and now it's, I want him to die, he's horrible, <laughs> it's, he's a horrible character, he's a horrible person, and he's not the best actor, get him off the show, please, it's, uh, gosh. It, I don't think he's a horrible character, what I think is horrible about him was his costume, which, 
Thank uh, God we haven't seen since. I know because they knew they screwed up. <laughs> like what? If, it, it was, honestly, it was like the Power Rangers. I was like, "What the frick is going on right now?" Um, but yeah, that I definitely I knew that, that was the thing you're talking about, and I completely freaking agree. It it was so so stupid, and I I really didn't. I I hated him after that. I was like, "Go home, get out of here." That baffles me. Is this like? We have time for a second. For like a second I know. Round. I was like, I'm like, oh, my. I was so pissed. I was um, so upset. Yeah, so, but there was a, a different thing in this episode that, um, and I, I also really like this episode because I love what they're doing with Rip. I think that's a great direction. To say, like, if, you, if you're going to bring him back, and you know I'm not the biggest Rip Hunter fan, but if you're going to bring him back, this is a great way to do it. It made him interesting to watch which is hard to say from the first one from the first season um but there's one thing that almost made me question oh was that the thing Ozzy was talking about because this is pretty not good too I love that they shot Sarah although you know I love Sarah she's my favorite character in this entire universe um but I I didn't like that she quote-unquote died and then the and then Gideon was able to save her because now we're veering into season three of Arrow territory where death means nothing. If she can get her neck freaking broken and Gideon can be like, oh, her brain cells are so active, I can save her. Yeah, that was that was like, that was like a second thing for me. That that's something that was really I was just that's for me where I had to just say stupid, yeah. enjoyable to watch. Because that just for me that I was just like I don't I'm not a doctor I'm not and like I don't have a major in this but I highly doubt that's possible <laughs> for your brain cells to work after your neck has been broken <laughs> and to be like oh it's working enough for us me. to fix it and I'm like what this doesn't make any sense for me I, I don't even know how he could tell that she was alive if her neck was broken <sighs> he was just like I can still save her I'm just like her neck was just broken like what can you do and you're not even a physic what, what can you do Stein it was um it bothered me, and I'm just saying, stop killing Sarah. Yes. Okay? Stop. He's, the amount of times this woman has died is ridiculous. Really, she died. It's really she died depressing. In, she died in the ship. She died when she came back home. She she died again. I'm like, how many times can you kill the same character? She's what? like, honestly, she's become a Winchester. Like, honestly. <laughs> they, you cannot kill them. They've died multiple times. It's oh, like, my God. Um, like, I don't even care when the Winchester dies anymore. I'm just like, he's going to be back. Yeah, it's, that's accurate. <laughs> and it's the same thing. I, I don't know if it's... For me, it's not a Sarah issue. Although it is... Like, it's hard to argue. She has died a ridiculous amount of times at this point. But to me, it's just... It opens up the door for way too much. And I hate that. Because, look, the Lazarus Pit thing was cool when it was introduced. But then when you start to think about what it meant for this universe, then it's ridiculous. Because now there is absolutely no reason for anybody to stay dead. And I think it is that was clear to us, and that was clear to the writers, which is why they destroyed the Lazarus Pit. This, now, it opens the door up. Now Gideon can freaking save anybody, and it begs the question, why hasn't she been doing this the entire time? I'm um, saying, like, they could have saved Laurel. Yeah. Guys, guys, her hair moving, her hair is moving, let's save her. Like, What? <sighs> Stop! Yeah. <laughs> Stupid! Like, it's and, it's just so dumb. I mean, I think Sarah might even get an idea of bringing back Laurel. Which, yeah. Look, if you're gonna back, if you're gonna bring back Laurel, I feel I feel like the only possible way you could have done it is by using the Lazarus. Yeah. Right? Other than that, no. Okay. Um. 
Let's move on to Arrow. Um, what were your thoughts on this episode, Ozzy? I generally liked this episode. Again, I, what, I was just the thing that upset me was John's character. It just felt so out of place for his character just to be going AWOL. He regressed all the time. Yes. Yeah, and I, I just felt I felt I just felt that that was so out of place. Mm-hmm, I agree. And I'm I'm I don't know what is up. First of all, I. I don't like how Oliver. Got, I was actually thinking about this because I, when I was watching, I'm like, oh, that's ironic. I was just like, I wonder where Oliver's little reporter fling is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's even. I'm just like, I haven't seen her in a while. Maybe they cut her off, and then she came back. I'm like, oh, well, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know what she's doing. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't. Yeah. And what what they're trying to do with her character, I really don't. It's just like I don't even know how she's finding out all this information. Uh, she, she hasn't. I don't know. I'm really confused about her character. That's like one of the negatives I have for this season in general is her character. I don't know what her ends are. I don't know where the hell she came from. It, it, it just bothers me that that he has out of all the women that he has a relationship with, he has a relationship with her. Yeah, it's, it's out of left field. Um, I I don't dislike her character. I mean, I don't trust her, but I don't think we're supposed to trust her. Uh, I, I I don't know. It doesn't. She doesn't bother me as much as seems to bother you. But I, I definitely don't trust her. <laughs> um, the flashbacks I think are really good because I love Talia Al Ghul and I love that she is in the show because that is awesome. Um, and then also, um, I'm glad Quentin is back on his feet. That's that's good to see. I I think the whole him being him um, being in rehab or whatever thing was getting kind of old. So it was time to kind of progress that. But yeah, it, it was definitely, and I love that Renee's relationship with Quentin was kind of touched upon in this episode as well. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this was a decent episode. Um, it's still like, this season is still very solid. Arrow is still back. It's still good again. So I, I'm still liking the season. And I love all the kind of Russian mafia bratva thing. That That's really cool. Um, and I like that the kind of because we're getting so close to the flashbacks ending, I like that everything's kind of overlaying now. It makes sense for things to be kind of connecting and touching now, and these storylines to be getting really close to together. Yeah, I agree with that. Hundred percent. Um, all right. I do also like the dynamic between Dinah and him. Mm-hmm. I really do like their relationship, and I do like how they work together. Because it's 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 like I said. I mean, it's she's she's if she's gonna be Black Canary, I think she's proving herself. Yes. Her and Oliver are like a duo in the comics, and if she's gonna be Black Canary, I think she's doing a good job. I just yeah. love how like when when the Oliver has to do the dirty work, she'll just but she's just like, all right, that's fine, and then she just goes and does it with him. I really yeah. do like their. Um, alright, well, let's kind of briefly, we need to fly through these last seven things. Just give me like one thought on the rest of the shows that you've watched. Supernatural, I watched both episodes. I thought I thought both episodes were really good. Um, you explored, since we didn't talk about last week's episode, I'm bringing it up. Um, right. The relationship between Dean and Cassiel is kind of tested, and I, I like it. I think it's pretty good. Um, you know, they're brothers, and that's it, you know, like no matter what happens, like they're gonna they're always gonna have each other's back, and I think that's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, this week's episode, I again, it was enjoyable. It, it was. You, I don't. Did you watch it? Yes. Yeah, I, I thought the whole Dean losing his his uh 
his memories. I thought that was it was kind of funny, but it yeah. was also really interesting. I yeah, thought it, it, I thought it, I thought it was pretty. It, it was a good yeah, episode. Man. It really stood kind of alone by itself, really well. But that's my problem with the season. I don't feel the presence of an overarching kind of narrative in this season at all. So I, I, I don't know. I'm not loving the season because every episode seems kind of just like okay, and we're doing this thing, we're doing this thing. There's just a bunch of filler, you know. I, I don't. Yeah. And I, I thought I knew where they were going with the Nephrim. Is that what it was? The um, basically Lucifer's son. <laughs> I thought that's where they were going, or Lucifer's child. But it's they're not touching on it at all. Like it's something that we keep forgetting about. And I feel like we're gonna get one episode where they go, "Oh yeah, we need to deal with that, or we need to find the wife or the girl, the pregnant lady." So I, I don't know. I'm not loving this season, but I thought this past episode was really good. Um, you watched Blacklist. I did not. So, what did you think of this past episode? Um, catching up with Blacklist. I'm thinking that the show is okay. It's not really catching my eye of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I don't I don't even know what they're trying to do. I'm kind of getting really what I'm what the show is making me realize is I'm starting to hate the dynamic between Elizabeth and and um, Reddington because mm-hmm. it's just. It's it's always a love or hate relationship, and, and I hate I hate that. Like, look, if you're gonna want to, if you want to want to be with him, like, if you want to, no, not like romantically, but if you're yeah. gonna want to, scare me that like, for a second. <laughs> no, but like, if you're gonna want to, um, if you're gonna want to, basically, like, you know, you can't you can't have you can't complain about him yet need him at the same time. Okay. Is my thing. Yeah, and that's the that's always been the thing with Elizabeth. She's like, I need your help, and then when something like he's doing, she's just like. I don't want to be near you. Like, you yeah. disgust me. <laughs> so true. Yeah, the face. It's like, can you, oh my gosh, just stop. And it's just like the same thing, like where he'll tell her like a good story and she'll uh-huh. be like, oh my gosh, really? And I'm just like, okay, stop. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I, like again, I, and I don't know what they're doing with Reddington. Like they're kind of making him reckless at this mm-hmm. point and it's kind of making him scarce. Yeah. So I don't know what they're trying to do. Um, it, It's just interesting. This episode, we also kind of try to get into, uh, Tom's past mm-hmm. a little bit because he's getting interested in like knowing who he was and everything. So I think that's interesting for those of, for those of you who really love Tom. I think it's really interesting for for that character as well. But some of the story, especially last episode, is just even that episode. If because if you're talking about sci-fi ish, mm-hmm. the previous episode felt so sci-fi. Like the fact that she could just kiss somebody and then he would just die. Mm-hmm. That felt sci-fi to me. That kind of threw me off. Yeah, I, I guess. They kind of based it, like, in some reality. I don't... Like, it was obviously exaggerated, but I, I, it didn't bother me as much as the one episode did. Um, but anyway, let's... Um, I, I want to briefly touch on this, on one show in particular, but let me... Really quick. Powerless, second episode, not as good as the first one. I still am somewhat in, and I'm still preaching patience with NBC comedies. Parks and Rec and The Office both started off pretty bad, so just give it some time. Um, anyway, Legion um, on FX. Did you watch this at all? Crap. No, I did not. It started this week, and oh my gosh. Dude, this show is mind-blowing, weird, <laughs> um, and just intense. And it's just... I don't know how to... It's impossible to describe this show. I, I tweeted something after I watched it, and basically I'm in love with the show. It is so freaking weird, and it is so... It's complicated. It's... Basically, it, it's... There's different theories going around about what's going on, but 
I think that he is viewing the world from the 60s. Like, like he, it's almost, we're getting the movie from, or we're getting the show from his perspective. And his perspective is kind of screwed up because he's a little crazy. So, he, we, like, the show's like half in the 60s and half in present day. And the visuals are just really strange. And, dude, you need to watch the show because I'm telling you, it is so weird, but it is so brilliant. <laughs> I love the show. I'm all in. Um, so yeah, check it out, Ozzy. I highly recommend it. Um, Definitely. All right. So you want to move on to recommendations, Ozzy? Yes, yeah, do it. All right. So, um, Brianna, welcome back to the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I know we watch way too much TV, but hey, whatever. Um, Ozzy, do you want to start with recommendations? Uh, Carlos, you start. Okay. Um, I will start. I just watched Justice League Dark last night. Um, the newest DC animated film, and it is very good. Um, if you don't know anything about those characters, it's Constantine, Zatanna, Swamp Thing, um, the Demon, um, Etrigan the Demon. Um, it, it was just so. <laughs> it's they're they're ter- characters that we don't get to see very much, and there was a supernatural element to it, as, of course. So it, it was just fascinating to watch, and the characters are well kind of put laid out and well developed. So it, it was good to see Batman's in it as well because they have to grow into something people know, of course. Um, and but he didn't feel too out of place in it. It, it made sense. Um, now there was a thing with like why didn't the Justice League get called? I thought, um, but of course that just it's really just a side effect of these kind of movies at this point. You're always going to be able to say that and be like, why didn't this group get called or why didn't these people get called? But whatever. Um, highly recommend it. It's one of the better um, DC animated films. Um, in the past couple of years at least, so highly recommend it. Um, Brandy, do you have anything? Um, well, with the um, upcoming release of Ghost in the Shell, <clears throat> I've been um, thinking about diving back into some Japanese animation, um, and I saw um, a release, I mean, it, it wasn't recent, but um, I saw it recently, mm-hmm. um, Paprika, Okay. Like the spice. <laughs> um, that's um, a 2006 um, Japanese movie that was dubbed and um, absolutely gorgeous. Um, very, very um, interesting soundtrack. Very immersive and beautiful. And it was kind of like I went through a phase where I just couldn't get enough of that kind mm. of animation. So um, toward the end of last year, I was watching a bunch of those movies and Paprika was the one that really stuck out to me. Okay. Um, the original Ghost in the Shell also I um, would recommend. Both of those are R-rated, so if, you, um, if you're sensitive, I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't recommend them. <laughs> but um, I, I really enjoyed both of them, um, but Paprika more so just because it's so... Um, it's such a sensory experience. The story is kind of confusing. Okay. Um, but imagine like Inception, but anime. <laughs> okay. It's really, really interesting. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Ozzy, what about you? I am going to recommend, because I saw this movie's back in theaters for a little bit, I'm going to recommend, not Manchester by the Sea, I'm going to recommend 20th Century Woman, because I really did like, I really did enjoy that movie. And that movie's really good. And, <laughs> I think the cinematography, for the most part, is is pretty is pretty good, and I think the performances all around are pretty good. So definitely check it out before it, it gets out of theaters, guys. It's not a movie you'd want to miss. Um, yeah, I actually did finally get to see that, and we will. I'm sure we'll talk about it because we're gonna delve into our top tens of 2016 in our next episode. We're gonna kind of get in there and discuss 
um, where we dif- differentiate the most, I think. And we, we're definitely going to have some discussions. And uh, it, it's definitely it's time to discuss those because we have finally seen everything we want to see. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah, so Ozzy, do you want to sign us out? Yeah, of course. I'm going to start with Brianna since she's our guest. Brianna, right. where can people find you on social media? Well, you can look me up on Facebook, <laughs> Brianna Manzano, um, or you can go to the Screenfellas website, which I'm going to plug shamelessly again, <laughs> www.screenfellas.com. I write um, <clears throat> I write our reviews, and I edit most of our articles. Yeah. So that's where you can find me. Yep, and she does a great job over there. So again, make sure you check that out. The website, um, we have a lot of great stuff on there. We have links to everything else. And then, of course, our written content is there. Um, and it is great. It's a great supplement to the podcast. And I really am happy that we're finally doing that on the website now. Um, <laughs> definitely, so definitely agree. All right, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. And, of course, make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFellas, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all over the place. Make sure you find us there. And um, there's a couple hours left. Um, By the time this episode is released, there will still be a couple hours left. So if you're getting this early, go vote on the poll on our Twitter page. Um, If not, go see what the results were and see. We'll we'll see who's right because we will find out a definite answer to this poll um, at the end of February. I can't remember the date exactly, but it's the end of February when the Oscars air. Um, So definitely go check that poll out. All right, definitely. Guys, check that out. Check out everything that we got. We got YouTube. We got The Bachelor with Bob. Um, <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, check it out. Also, check out Brianna's reviews, even though I don't agree with some of them. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, she does a pretty good job. We can't yeah, all be right. Check. <laughs> <laughs> definitely check, check out her stuff. She does a pretty, pretty good job over there. You guys can find me on Twitter at Caster Ozzy. If you guys are interested in Instagram stuff, Ozzy crazed name and if you guys have any topics that you guys want to talk about any discussions that you think we should talk about on the show please feel free to email me at ozzy.caster at screenfellas.com guys we hope you enjoyed the show please feel free to listen and subscribe on itunes stitcher google play or soundcloud please rate and review the podcast on itunes and google guys this is screenfellas <laughs> <laughs>